You are listening to the award-winning Lies and Garbage Show. Buckle up. For this episode, we're talking to Mr. Miles Phoenix, and it's a sexy conversation. You ready? Let's go. This episode is brought to you by The Muse Experience. The Muse Experience is a full-body toning workout designed to bring out the vixen in you. It is a workout that embeds self-love and expression with the infusion of twerk, exotic dance, and Pilates. It's an experience like no other that helps you find the sensual lady that you are. You can follow us on all social media platforms at The Muse Experience Fitness or www.themuseexperience.com. Hello, 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 and welcome to the award-winning Lies and Garbage Show. I am your host, Ms. Taiwander. I have a very special guest with me today, and ladies, mm, it's a nice piece of caramel on here. Oh, uh, <laughs> let me introduce y'all to Sir L. I'm sorry, I messed your name up. Let me try that again. See, I got distracted. It was, it was the beard. <laughs> Let me introduce y'all to El Phoenix. It's no, I still did it wrong, didn't I? It's yes, Sir Phoenix. Sir and Phoenix. I wrote it down. Yes. You want me to start it over? No, we'll, we'll just keep, keep going. Okay. Hey, you got all the skills to edit and you know, touch it up just right. I mean I can I can touch it or I can leave it. Oh, no, we can touch it and leave it. Well, you can touch it first. <laughs> and then after you touch it. Hopefully, you'll touch it so good that you'll just leave it, and then I can take a nap. <laughs> I cannot. You definitely came to the right show. Well, welcome. That was a nice warm welcome. <laughs> hey, how's everybody doing? <laughs> Hi, Ty. How are you? <laughs> I am lovely. So, thank you so much for joining me this evening. So, tell us a little bit about you, whatever you want to share with what, what we should know. I mean, I'm, I already told the ladies that you're fine as hell, but, you know, anything else you'd like to share, take the floor. Um, here? <laughs> I don't know. Not here. I, I don't know. Why don't you? I forgot I got to go slow. I got a, I got a virgin on the mic over here. Mm, just on the mic. <laughs> 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 Nothing else is virtual about me. <laughs> Nothing else. <laughs> you sound so not innocent. I love it. Um, I love it. So, uh, the Lies and Garbage Show. So, you know, we talk about sexuality, spirituality, and sensuality. Now, sensuality is always an interesting one when I talk to men because they don't understand that they can be sensual too. So I got to ask you, when you hear the term sensuality, what does it mean to you as a man? And what does it mean to you when you're thinking about um, a woman or your woman? Well, I'll do this. I'm going to back up a little bit mm -hmm. without getting too preachy. Mm -hmm. um, at this stage of my life, and I've always been this type of person, um, being a man is not de necessarily defined one particular way mm -hmm. for me personally, when you talk about emotions, feelings, especially spirituality, as you know a bit about me, I'm very spiritual. Mm -hmm. I think if you are in tune with your emotions, being a man is actually expressing and validating your emotions 
not holding them in, holding them back. You know, we, I come from the generation of men aren't supposed to cry. Personally, for me, that's bullshit. Because how are you supposed to know whether I am sad about something? Right. And sometimes you need to get that out your system. Mm -hmm. So men should, if you are truly a man, you Mm -hmm. should embrace. And this is no disrespect to anybody out there who may be listening, who's not forthright with their emotions. But for me, I express my way of being a man by showing my emotions. Mm -hmm. If I'm happy... I'm going to laugh and smile. Mm -hmm. If I'm sad, I'm going to cry. Yeah. If I'm frustrated with something, I'm going to let somebody know. Yeah. So when it comes to sensuality, that means embracing the full aspects of not just physically what I can do as a man, because anybody can pound something, Mm -hmm. so to speak. Mm -hmm. But do you understand the touch that you are giving and receiving from your fingertips? Do you understand what that kiss really means? Are you really into the person that you're with to the point where you are also receptive of receiving their emotions Mm -hmm. through the actions that you are engaging in? Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. All right. I'm going to turn it up. Okay. I'm sorry. He was he was he was booming in my ear. Oh, I was trying well, to fix you know, it. I'm 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 normally booming a lot of ways. Oh my so. goodness, sir! Listen, <laughs> I'm just Y'all saying. Here. Again, talk about that sensuality. He I'm here. truly, mm. truly confident mm. on my skill set and see. what I can do. I see. Well, it and okay. Just so you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, there was always that. Take music, for example. Mm -hmm. Who do you like the most? It was always Michael Jackson versus Prince. I never understood that. And I actually was more Prince than Michael Jackson. Yeah. I was like, this dude is truly in tune with his sexuality and sensuality. Mm -hmm. Not only that, look at all these fly-ass chicks around him constantly. So, I mean, that's a prime example right there of Mm -hmm. how, for me... I'm not afraid to be who I am and I'm not afraid to express how I feel about a woman when I'm with her. I love it. I love it. It's funny you say that because, um, I remember a few years ago, I remember telling my mom, I think it was my mom that I could never date a man that was too afraid to cry in front of me. Like if you can't, there's going to be something that's going to make you cry, whether it's something, you know, dealing with your child or um, a sad situation, a show. Now, I'm not saying like you got to boohoo cry every five seconds because then I'm going to be like, so. Right. But, you know, when now, it's. A- now we're like, uh, <laughs> dude, we, we need to check your estrogen levels. There's right. a difference like, <laughs> between expressing your emotions right. and. I didn't know there was two females in the room. (laughs) Right. Like there's okay. You know, be in touch with, be in touch with your emotions. But if, if it's a situation that, that reasonably you should be crying about, if you're not crying, I'm like, are you okay? Like I, I get concerned about those types of individuals. And I, and I feel like, um, you know, tell me if I'm wrong, but I feel like, 
as a woman, as a woman who values a man's emotions, mm-hmm. and um, it's kind of like a low-key requirement that anyone that I'm talking to, like, they have to be in touch with their emotions. Mm-hmm. But I feel like for a man to be able to cry in front of a woman tells me, in my mind, that that's a safe space. Unless they're a psychopath. Right. But, like, it's a safe space for them. And well, you know, if they're we crying should... and laughing at the same time, oh, God, there's no. there's something going on. <laughs> <laughs> What's that show on Netflix? It's it's called You. Oh, in, my God. In, in, you is yes. crazy. So, if, if you're in a you situation, then that's another problem altogether. <laughs> right. But, no, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Like, I've, I I feel like you. there has to be a level of connection in order for a man to feel like, you know what? I feel like I'm about to cry and it's okay. Yeah. And for him to feel safe enough to know that what whoever the woman is he's crying with is like, you know, it's okay. I got you. Yes. And I actually agree upon that. So that's a two part situation. Um, on the male end of the spectrum, I have seen, you know, like my dad, my uncles, like men that I looked up to who held all their emotions in, get to a point where everything just explodes or, and you know, story for another day. Mm-hmm. Like my dad committed suicide because he felt like he couldn't express himself. Yeah. You know, Sorry. on, on the, on the flip side of that with me being able to express my emotions mm-hmm. to my woman, to my friend, to my partner, to my soulmate, mm-hmm. she understands that I trust her mm-hmm. with those emotions. Cause I'm not just going to cry out in the street or at the bank, <laughs> right. or, you know, at chicken King or something. <laughs> but if just at I the feel like crying, what's wrong with that dude? Just at the corner crying. Right. But she, not just my environment or my home, she is my safe space. Right. And if there's anyone I should be able to express myself with, it definitely should be her. And that shows a level of trust on my part to her mm-hmm. and shows her that I trust her, which mm-hmm. extends her trust to me, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It does make sense because crying to me is a very vulnerable space. It's a space that I hate, but I reside in a lot because I, <laughs> I'm an emotional person. Right. Um, so I'm one of those people I can be crying because I'm happy. Right. <laughs> Most of the time, that's why I'm crying because I'm happy. Um, but I have to feel safe in my environment to cry. Exactly. Like, I'm not just going to be, like, at a random place crying tears of joy. Like, it's just not going to happen. But, you know, right. it's, for me, I can't speak for all women. But if I am crying, especially for a sad reason, I have to be in a safe space because I don't like being vulnerable like that. Right. Well, Again, along with the crying on from a male perspective, from my perspective, mm-hmm. again, I'm not going to be crying out in them streets unless it's something super tragic. Right. But if there is something that has wrenched at me emotionally, mm-hmm. like one of my best friends dying or mm-hmm. my mom passing away or something like that. Right. Of course, I'm going to cry. Right. But I'm going to do it in that safe space mm-hmm. with my partner. Right. 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 That's dope. That's dope. Okay. Um, you said you're a woman, so now I have to go ahead and ask. Mm-hmm. Is you single, sir? Mm. 
if I said I was, I'd probably get beat. Because <laughs> I'm sure she's more than listening to this conversation. Not beat. <laughs> Not to beat. I am so weak. Mm, that's a lucky lady. Mm, I'm I'm glad you said that. I I think saying. she knows. I'm. I hope she knows. I mean, you know, I'm lucky too. So. Mm. Are you now? Very lucky. Yes. Why are you so lucky? <sighs> because it's hard out here in these streets. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Let me do this. It's hard out here in these streets. <laughs> oh man, in that's these really hard. <laughs> Yes, it's really hard. And at the end of the day, as it was expressed to me one time. I only have one more. What's your color left? And I, I think I use that up. Or what's your sign? Or, you know, what do you like to do on a Sunday? I, I, I don't have any more. I don't have any of those left. It's, it's hard out here in these streets. So, you it know. really is. I feel like the older you get to, it'd be like, yeah, I don't want to do this no more. Like, this just... It, Come on, like <laughs> exactly, exactly. It, it, it was, what's your favorite color? Right, it's gonna get to a point for me where I was like, hmm, maybe being a Catholic. No, I'm not gonna say that because Catholic <laughs> priests be doing other stuff. But I was gonna, I was thinking about being a monk, like in the Himalayas or something. Like I'm good, mm-hmm. I'm good. But you no. know, monks don't monks have a vow of celibacy? Could you be celibate? I'm not sure I understand. Hey Is Siri, we didn't ask you with? anything. Right. Like Which Siri was that? That was one of them. Siri. We got too many gadgets in here, y'all. I'm, I'm serious. Like, wow. Okay. Look. <laughs> I think Siri wants to get in on the conversation, too. Apparently. I mean, that was funny. But between the two of us, I'm looking at four phones, a watch, an iPad, oh, three laptops. Like, it's a lot going on it's here a lot right now. Going on in here, so. <laughs> but that was definitely you. That was not that me. Was, yeah, that was Siri. So, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Good to know. Okay, well, sorry, ladies. He said he's um he's he's spoken for. Yes, I am. You happily and spoken for? Yes, I, I believe I am. Mm-hmm. Again, <laughs> okay. again, if um. The question was to be brought up to her. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure if I didn't answer in the affirmative, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. y'all may not hear from me for the rest of the year. <laughs> there may be no mystery. So, <laughs> so like a lady that knows what she wants. She does. She does. But she's also adventurous. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, really? Yes. Will she, will she kill us if you tell us about some of the adventures you like to do? Um, let's string that out over time. I'll say this. I'll say this. I may be taken or involved, but there is a swing element to it Mm. that has been discussed. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Swing element. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I'm gonna just let y'all do with that information with you will and and we could talk about it more like mm-hmm. later on or mm-hmm. another day. But there's a swing element to mm-hmm. it. It was actually her idea. Mm. Okay. Oh. See, that sounds adventurous. 
Yes. And confident. So, You're going to be confident for that type of elements. Yes. Anything so she's definitely a keeper. But yeah, it's it's not <laughs> it's not colonial traditional if we want to put mm-hmm. it like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to be having another guest on here that's going to talk about being poly because, you know, that's becoming more of a conversation lately. Um, I know we talked about it like some episodes ago, and I can't even remember if it was this show. It might have been Let Me Holla At You. I can't remember. But um, you see that a lot now that people are talking about, you know, polygamy and polyamorous and triads and unicorns and... You know. I still don't know what a unicorn is. Get, we're gonna have to. <laughs> what it, it just sounds dangerous. <laughs> it sounds sharp and pointy and dangerous. So I still need to figure that one out. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> hey. I mean, a unicorn. I'm just paraphrasing it, but it's basically like a couple's plaything. Ah, like we chose her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which okay. is kind of the same thing as. To try it, but then you know, there's all these rules of if y'all are exclusively and the three of you, you know, but yeah, okay, that's a good topic yeah. because we really haven't discussed rules. Mm. We talked about the actor to action, but we haven't discussed rules, yeah. Well, you know, I'm not gonna say how I know, <laughs> <laughs> but I will say that you know, when there comes to anything outside of traditional. A traditional relationship, especially sexually, there's got to be some rules. Because can you imagine it's three of you mm-hmm. and then the the play thing or the, the other, just for the purpose of this conversation, not calling that person another, but the other mm-hmm. and the one unicorn. of the partners, the unicorn <laughs> and partner A are like, they've got this intense stare. And they're not paying any attention to you? Like, that's bad. See, that's where you're getting into, was this truly about us? Mm-hmm. Or was this just an excuse for you mm-hmm. and you wanted me to go along with it? Because right. if that's the case, don't let it be an excuse for you just to have me go along with it. Just come out and say so again right. when you start talking about sensuality, when you start talking about trust, mm-hmm. when you start talking about being in a multi-tiered relationship or situation Mm -hmm. there needs to be strong discussions like you said rules but there Mm -hmm. needs to be strong discussions about the actual purpose for this Mm -hmm. because on one partner's hand they may think oh this is fun we can go out here and just you know bang Mm -hmm. it out with whoever blah Mm -hmm. blah blah and on the other partner's um mind it may be i really swing this way Mm mm-hmm but he's cool, so I still want to keep him and swing this way. <laughs> so I need to figure right. out how to have my cake and eat it, too. Right. Intention is everything. Yes. You know, intention is everything. Yes. And I think um, I've had this debate with an old friend about, you know, our um, having play things in the bedroom, a good thing or a bad thing. She was like, absolutely not. I was like, mm. what do you mean? Absolutely not. Like not a good thing. or It was not, not a, a good thing. thing. Cause okay. for her, she felt like she felt like if you were inviting it, it was something that the other partner already wanted, but just didn't want to say. And I feel like if you have, 
if you've had the conversations and you have the trust level with your partner, it's not so much of a, okay, well, I want to go do this anyway so I can do it with you and it's okay. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it doesn't have to be that. But right. do I believe that that happens? Oh, absolutely. That's why you have to be careful of who you're inviting. Exactly. But I think her statement was not a complete statement, if that okay. makes sense. Because you said, you know, that the reason why this situation was brought up of being poly, for example, Mm -hmm. is because one of the people had one of the people involved already had that in mind. Mm -hmm. With that being said, well, of course it's got to come from somewhere. (laughs) Some, someone has to come up with this idea. Someone has to think about this idea in order to bring it up. So that's part of the statement. Right now, what the other part of the statement could have been is somebody already had this in mind Mm -hmm. And they wanted to do it without cheating, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. So they wanted to get their other partners buy in mm-hmm. and make their partner feel included. Right. Even though this was their own personal adventure, right. but they didn't want to lose their current partner. Right. See, that's a full statement. Right. If that makes sense. It does. Because again, yet, intention, intention is everything. Intention is everything. But if someone, if we're having a conversation, if you and I are having a conversation, mm-hmm. lunch, dinner, whatever, watching you, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. <laughs> and, you know, I say to you, you know what? Believe it or not, as old as I am, I've never had a threesome before. Mm-hmm. And you're thinking to yourself, damn, well, I have plenty of threesomes, <laughs> but whatever. But you're like, well... I trust this dude and I love this dude. I care for him Mm -hmm. and I want to give him something special Mm -hmm. and with the right play thing or with the right third party, Mm -hmm. I would like to give it to him. And then the conversation starts. Right. For example, that's just one example. Right. But the idea has to come from somewhere. Right. This is true. Once the idea is put out there, now you can have that honest Mm -hmm. conversation And you can also have some clarity about each other's sexuality Mm -hmm. and their wants, Mm -hmm. their needs. Mm -hmm. And you can start talking about what are goes and no goes Mm -hmm. and intentions Mm -hmm. because intention is everything. everything. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, the, the funny thing is that um, the guest that we're going to have, that's going to talk about me and Polly we were having a conversation about how people hear polygamy or polygamy or I just said it and it and it's gone. Polyamorous. There we go. Thank you. A polyamorous. <laughs> it just. I mean, just think about it. It, it. it rolls off the tongue so beautifully. Polyamorous. Did I say it right? You did. Polyamorous. <laughs> oh, you're so silly. But we were having that conversation because, you know, she was saying how people think it's always about sex. And it's not for a lot of people, for most people that are really serious about the lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember once, and I know know I've told this story on the show, um, just probably was a long time ago, how when I was on a dating app way, way, way back in, Mm -hmm. my first experience with the dating dating apps are the devil, by the way, I'm I'm a... (laughs) Have a conversation about that one day, too. But go ahead. That was a hell of a night. My experiences <laughs> yeah. on dating apps, Jesus. I should write a Lifetime movie because, mm-hmm. oh, my God, my experience is there. 
But I did meet this really nice gentleman once. Oh, I have never met him in person, but we talked quite a bit. Right. Um, And he is married, but Polly. Right. And he was explaining to me. Now, mind you, at this point in my life, although it wasn't that long ago, I'm still, you know, I was married for 10 years. So I was mm. married and then I've had long relationships. So my experience being with a partner is a whole lot deeper than my experience being single. Right, <laughs> right. Because you believe in commitment, right. obviously. <laughs> obviously. Right. So we were, you know, we were talking and I was like, so explain this to me. Like, you clearly love your wife. Like, I'm going to put my mouth on your water bottle, by the way. Can I do that? Um. <laughs> Sorry, keep talking. Did I throw you <laughs> off? But I am thirsty. Can, can I have a drink? Can I put my mouth on your water bottle? You may, as long as, you know, I don't know where your mouth been, so just be careful. You can find out after this conversation. Oh, shit. I mean, you know. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I'm just throwing you off. We're supposed to be having this interview, y'all. And I'm just oh, goodness keep, gracious. Keep messing with her. So, um, <laughs> so we were talking and like, you press, there you go. Um, I had to find the button and you press had to it. find the right button. I did. See. Okay. And see, when you find the right button, you got to press it the right way. And then it just pop open and it's so refreshing. It is so wet. My ass is so, so nasty. Wet. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's so, good water. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> you're welcome. So, um, we were talking like all on his dating profile. There's pictures of him and his wife. And right. I was like, I was befuddled because that's new to me, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like, well, help me understand. You love your wife, but you're like on a dating app looking for a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, my wife has, I think at the time she had like two boyfriends. I was like, huh? You know, gr- again, growing up from the South, being married most of my adult life. Mm-hmm. I was like. Very Bible Belt, very traditional. What? Right. Yes. And he explained to me that him one of the one of the most insightful conversations I've ever had with a human. But he explained to me that him and his wife both have the belief that one person can't satisfy all their needs. Now, I can't say that I agree with it, but I understood it. No, I've heard that theory more, yes. you know, more once like he really broke it down to me. Um, and then it, it kind of. It makes sense depending on what it is that you feel like your needs are. Um, Because then if you could also have that mindset of, well, I'm being selfish because I'm expecting you to fill every bucket of my life and maybe you're not capable of doing it. Right. Um, And every fantasy. Yeah. And every side thought. Yeah. 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 And that's, Mm -hmm. you know, the way that they're trying to put it together changed my perspective and it was beautiful like he was telling me like he's met the boyfriends before they go on trips and you know his ideal girlfriend he would like to have around his wife so they established true friendships and relationships before getting busy and that's what he said he said the thing with him and his wife is that they're best friends like his wife knows everything that he'd even Uh, shared conversations ding yeah 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 best friends best friends yes and like we'd even had a we, him and I had had a conversation that he went back and mentioned that he had talked to his wife about and what her, what his wife's thoughts were about the conversation. And I was like, really? You talked to your wife? He said, I tell my wife everything. I was like, hmm. Mm, okay. Good man. So good the man. fact that 
the fact that because one time we were talking and he was like his wife was on a trip somewhere with one of the boyfriends mm-hmm. like blew my mind but just the fact that you know he was still like eh, she's just on a trip she's fine you know i've met him he's a nice guy i ain't worried about nothing i'll see right. when get back i got a kid um it to me it showed so much trust respect and love that you don't even see in some monogamous relationships and it just right. changed my entire perspective about why we look at marriage and relationships the way that we do not saying that because some people will say well you give a person the pass to cheat if you talk about you know going poly or having a threesome or whatever i don't agree with that i don't either because it's not cheating right if you gave them the pass well it's not to even go the poly or whatever what whatever they're trying to label it mm-hmm. it's not cheating it's you gave them you're okay that you're okay with this relationship style in this situation. Right. So it's not cheating at that point. It yeah. would be cheating if they kept it from you. Right. And I think that, that again, with emotional maturity, mm-hmm. sexual maturity, mm-hmm. trust and being your partner's best friend, you can rephrase your conversation differently. But right. that's the problem is that a lot of people would still see it as cheating because they are sexually or emotionally or even in relationship rise, relational immaturity. Right. And again, that also goes back to knowing yourself and being confident within yourself that no matter what happens, mm-hmm. if you agree to do this or if you're a part of this or if you're okay with this, that you two still have your relationship right? because you're each other's best friend. Right. Right. So, and again, not saying this is for everybody because different strokes for different folks, Absolutely. whatever the case may be. But with all of these different relationships, mm-hmm. that key to trust mm-hmm. is trusting someone enough to be emotional with them. Like we started mm-hmm. in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when you're emotional with them, mm-hmm. whether you're male or female, you're expressing that you trust them. Right. And when you trust them, you're saying, I can tell you anything. Mm-hmm. I want you to, mm-hmm. or you're going to be. Right. Or you are my best friend. Right. And you are my safe space. Right. That's a big thing. And I think that's where a lot of people go wrong is they pick they pick partners based on everything else except for the fact that their partner isn't, you know, their safe space. Exactly. And um, I will, we, I know this is your first time on the show, but we talk, I will say that I talk positive, positively, at least about my, um, my last marriage mm-hmm. um, because we grew up together and we learned a lot. And we've talked offline too. Yeah. Honestly, if, Certain things that you've discussed with me mm-hmm. didn't happen the way they happened. I probably would not be sitting in this chair, not because of any other relationship circumstances, mm-hmm. but like a butterfly effect. Mm-hmm. Because y'all's relationship sounded beautiful. Mm-hmm. It was just we, missing We had the best things. friend part. The yes. best friend part. Yes. The partnership part. Yes. We had that a lot. Now, the romantic part, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> but like... <laughs> We have, we have, but do they know about your romance, your, your romance part? Do they know about that? Uh, 
I think I've said that before on the show. Like understand? we were great partners, but just not not that way. Not right. not. But do they understand the green behind it? <laughs> they don't do that. I'll, I'll keep that quiet. I'll keep that quiet till you review it. Because see, again, with you both being green mm-hmm. in that aspect of relationships, y'all still had a lot to learn mm-hmm. and grow. Mm-hmm. But y'all were young. Yeah. And may not have necessarily had the best um, adult um, leadership around you right. to help you oh, with we that were, process. We were heavy in the church because he was working for the church. So there was that. Right. But see, that's <laughs> just one aspect. Okay, you believe in the Lord, but they use God to scare you mm-hmm. into not exploring certain things. Like scare you into not exploring your sexuality, which mm-hmm. is actually opposite right do you know psalms mm-hmm. was all about singing about very different stuff do you know the songs mm-hmm. of solomon mm-hmm. is definitely a sex book i'm very familiar listen we can we can get down I'm dirty in very the Bible. familiar right so the the problem that i have with um religion is mm-hmm. is that they teach this thing of control and um, holding back or abstaining from. But if you read throughout the Bible, it was none of that. It was humans being humans, but having faith in God and everything natural mm-hmm. that came with it. Right. And so, unfortunately, in a lot of situations, like you said, the church upbringing, because I can tell you, I was in Catholic school from pre-K to sixth grade. I went to a Baptist church. My best friend was Jehovah Witness. My cousins are Muslim. Like, I was surrounded by nothing but religion left Mm -hmm. and right. Mm -hmm. But healthy religious discourse also involves talking about being human, Mm -hmm. about having sexual desires, about Mm -hmm. expressing them about experimentation, about that first time, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. So in, in in different circumstances around the right nurturing, again, I feel like personally, just my opinion, mm-hmm. I would not be sitting in this chair right now. Yeah. He would. Hmm. Life would have been completely different. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> And you know, not to not different. to be jumping in the what if machine. Yeah. But I bring all that up to say that you understand mm-hmm. that y'all had a great friendship. Mm-hmm. And that's where things start. Mm-hmm. You didn't necessarily have the tools to say, where do we take the fr- the friendship from here oh, right. to have a beautiful relationship also right. spiritually, mentally, physically, right. socially. Right. And so a lot more people without the dogmas or the taboos that society places upon them by people who are probably doing the same shit in the background. Mm -hmm. If we had a more sexually mature society, Mm -hmm. things would be a lot different for everybody. Right. I lived five years in Germany. 
they go topless in a regular park with kids walking <laughs> around, kites in the air, dogs, all that they stuff. They don't make it sexual. It's a, it's right. a body part. It's, it's a part body of life. Parts, it's life. Right. You know, you go to France, which I visited back in France while I was mm-hmm. going to Germany or mm-hmm. Spain. Mm-hmm. You know, they have nude beaches mm-hmm. and it's not seen as nasty mm-hmm. or vulgar. Mm-hmm. It, it's just seen as this is a spot where we can be completely free. Right. Right. You know, so... Uh, America still has a lot to learn. They do. They do. I, I get pissed off so often because I this actually happened to me. Not super bad, but, um, you know, I nursed my kid. And I remember nursing her in public one time, and I got the dirtiest looks. And I'm like, and I was covered because back then I was very modest. Right. <laughs> Right, and I had the thing over my kid's head, and right. you know everything else. You could see nothing, but you knew clearly she she was on the titty, right? And you know it was the dirtiest looks, and and I remember even having the conversation at work. Well, why can't you go pump in the bathroom? Do you eat in the bathroom? Right, right. Like, like why do you want me to expose my kid to bathroom germs? Right. You know, in a place that you wouldn't even eat or drink in. Right. And she don't even have a strong immune system as a baby. Like, what? To Um, where, again, going back to Germany, we could be at a regular restaurant getting a beer, getting some schnitzel, mm -hmm. uh, some palm frits. Those are fries, Mm y'all. And just (laughs) having a good old time. And there's a mother Mm -hmm. across, not even covered up, just boob out, boom. Right. Feeding her baby with her family, with her husband and everybody. And it's normal. Right. As it and it's be. natural. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it, it's nothing wrong with glancing at some pretty boobs. Right. But <laughs> she is feeding her kids. Right. <laughs> right. So, we over sexualize everything in everything. America. And it's so everything. stupid. Yes. You know, I even got that stigma when I first started with the day naps about at the time I was working at a pole studio, pole fitness studio. And they're like, well, that means that you No, it doesn't mean anything other than I don't mm-hmm. like traditional fitness. Like. Right. I don't I don't understand. But. Plus, it's an art to it. It's almost like Cirque du Soleil. So mm-hmm. in the beginning, it's like, okay, pole fitness, pole dancing, strippers, blah, blah, blah. Right. But if you think about it, all the muscle groups mm-hmm. that you have to use just to swing yourself around a pole. We're not even talking about the ladies who go up on the pole mm-hmm. and hold on to the pole and slowly spin down. Mm-hmm. Just all of the different muscle groups that you use to do that dance yeah with that pole or around that pole it's it's actually a beautiful thing and that's what the people miss Mm -hmm. yes it's sexual yes it's sensual but it's also beautiful right and that's the part that's missing again sexual and emotional maturity Mm -hmm. and speaking about our society hyper sexualizing everything Mm -hmm. i'm driving down 85 on my way here to your studio Mm -hmm. and there's a sign that says um we have the biggest law group in the land. I saw that size sign. matters. I'm like, <laughs> damn. So if I would need an injury lawyer, I'm gonna have to think about size matters. So am I looking I for a dude? Saw with, so am I looking for a law group with a bunch of big dicks, or <laughs> am I trying to find an injury lawyer? Ain't that crazy? I saw that, yeah. and I was like, who, who? Yeah, who thought of that? No. Like, and we're not going to say the law group because I don't even want to give them that much clout, <laughs> but it's just so crass. I saw that today. Yeah. I was just like, from a law group, though, I 
Mm-mm. Yeah, they they no. were I, a couple months back. I saw I don't know if it's children's cereal. It's had something to do with like kids' food, mm-hmm. and they did it so slick. Mm-hmm. But you could tell for the parents mm-hmm. to get interested in what they were trying to sell the kid. Mm-hmm. They made that commercial sexual. Mm-hmm. That's not cool. No, it's not. Because like, and what? it's weird. It's yeah, like that's weird. Borderline pedophilia, but yeah, you know that's. And again, one of our other conversations <laughs> for another day, like how they sneak sexual stuff in the Disney movie. So, right. Yeah. <laughs> that I totally didn't see. But speaking of, because you, you would know these. So, um, <laughs> cause I'm a, a product of a single mom. Like, you know, my mom wanted to watch certain things and, you know, everything was PG back then, you know, or maybe it was PG 13, but PG 13 back then and PG 13. You know, now are completely two different, different things. Yes. Man, let me tell you, one of our favorite movies we used to watch was um, Naked Gun. Ha ha! <laughs> yes. And when I watched that <laughs> as an adult, I will never forget all the days of my life. Found it on DVD in Walmart mm-hmm. in like the $5 bin. Joe and I were married as long before Talia. So I was like, oh, we go watch this movie. I used right, to watch this Right, going to be so right? funny. Yeah. First five minutes, everywhere I go something reminds me of her and it's the towers that look like titties yeah and i was like oh my god <laughs> and yeah. he was like you were watching this as a kid i said i ain't getting none of these jokes exactly no it wasn't a kid's movie but you know and I but you're a been... kid and it was what it was like a was it a pg rating or was it an I think R? Rating? it was no it wasn't r it was okay. either pg or pg-13 PG 13, but your parents let you watch it because my parents let me watch it right. and i'm like oh this is funny that's funny i get older and i'm like Oh my yeah. god! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he just talked about some ass. Like I, I never knew. <laughs> like I remember not understanding. You remember the scene where they were both in the condoms? I didn't get that. I was like, I why didn't are they, either. Why are they in big balloons? I didn't either, and that's what <laughs> I thought. Like they was just you know big balloons. Worst case scenario, like big big see-through trash bags or something just <laughs> protecting themselves. I didn't get it. Oh right. Oh, my God. Yeah. You know, I almost prefer stuff like that now than the Because it was subliminal. Right. Not just outright. And I think that's the other thing about the it's over-sexualizing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not an art form now. They just right. throw it at you. Right. To where, like you said, in, in those movies back in mm-hmm. the day or TV shows, mm-hmm. It was done in such an artsy way mm-hmm. that, you know, as a kid, you never noticed. And as right. an adult, you gave it a pass right. because it was <laughs> it was done so artsy. Right. Yeah. Music was the same way until Color Me Bad. It was the same exact way because who knew a lot of the songs was saying what they were saying? I tell you I what. mean, there was a few, but there were a lot that it was like, oh, that's what they were talking about? Again, going back to Prince. <laughs> I knew I I something was special. I knew something was special with that man. Mm-hmm. And that he was talking about something forbidden. But mm-hmm. again, he did it such artsy way. Mm-hmm. Until I got his black album mm-hmm. that I bootlegged. Oh, not the From black. my best friend's older brother <laughs> who let us listen to <laughs> Prince's black album. And I heard Darling Nikki. Mm. And I was like, what is she doing with a magazine? (laughs) (laughs) So, but again, even with that song, it was done in such an artful way that it was like, 
it's not as crash right now. Right. Like I hate to say it, I, I love a lot of the songs that are out today. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you really can't get too creative when your song is called WAP. <laughs> <laughs> and right. for those out there in the IT world, um, it doesn't stand for wireless access point. <laughs> <laughs> Which a lot of people are like, who would make a song called wireless? I'm like, you're such a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I understand that we're in this in this IT industry, but you're yeah. such a nerd. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. So there's no art to it. It's just like bang, 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 and I'm done. So you almost start to get desensitized. Yeah. Agreed. And when you get desensitized, now you're losing your sensuality. Mm. Yeah, it's true. Now it becomes a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, I'm out of here situation. So what do you do? And this is a question for everybody. Mm-hmm. For anybody over 30 <laughs> um, <laughs> or even 40, <laughs> um, what do you do in the year 2022, 2023? To keep your sensuality and to keep that mystery and to be entertained with the thought idea of sex, not just for sex sake, but Mm -hmm. for the emotion and the sensuality behind it. What do you do when our whole society now is just like, bam, let's let's just put the dick on the table. Let's just (laughs) put the ass in the lap right on TV. Let's 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 watch a Doja Cat video. (laughs) <laughs> and just watch it shake like it, you know which by the way she has Although, such a perfect Dosha, ass though. yes that's yes. just that's beautiful yes it's that was a beautiful it's three perfect. seconds it's perfect Ooh, okay if I've met Doja Cat anyway <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's a great question for the record my Prince song like that was uh, Little Red Corvette had no idea what he was talking about and see Little Red Corvette is not, it doesn't go as far as Darling Nikki. Little Red Corvette. Now I gotta go listen to it. Yes, now listen to it because you think he's talking about a car. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then you find out when you become an adult <laughs> <laughs> that was a fast ass, but it wasn't a car. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, what and, and it? again, it's artsy to where Darling Nikki. He comes out talking about masturbating with a magazine, but he intertwines it into such a intriguing story. Did you forget the outright boom? There's masturbation right on the table. It's not just that. It's everything that goes around that. Right. To where, again, going back, going back to the other song. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can only be creative about saying wet ass pussy for so long. Right. <laughs> when you're just saying wet ass pussy. I can't listen I'm to this sorry. Can I, I just can to I cuss? You I'm sure can. This okay. is a this is a rated okay. M show. Okay. <laughs> I, I want to make sure because I've been throwing out all kinds of stuff. And this is like, a rated M show now. Phil Florin Phil's <laughs> big black stuff like <laughs> right. you, know. you know if he was on T-Talk with Ty I'd be like now hold on sir <laughs> we don't speak that way on right. this podcast <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> but we get down to the like, truth around here yes we do. but um good, good. you know that's a great question I feel like 
how do you maintain your sensuality? For me. Men and women, how do you maintain your sensuality? You want to go first or you want me to answer it? Uh, no, you go answer it because <laughs> I'm seriously struggling with that. Uh, for me, it's doing the small things. I feel like, especially being a younger woman who's not married, I'm going to just put it that way. Mm-hmm. Like there's this expectation that you need to look and dress and move a certain way. Right. That I'm not comfortable with. Like, just because I'm not married, I should have my ass out all the time. Well, like, explain, explain. Um, Expound, elaborate. <laughs> I feel like, Pontificate. so if you say, <clears throat> not not saying that I'm not single, I'm just saying that I'm not married, but. Um, Duly noted. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, hopefully one day. Anyway, um, I. I feel like, let me see how I want to put this. Okay, so go back to some dating app conversations that I had with. And there were a few guys that I actually was like, can I ask you why you swipe right or swipe left? I literally did that because I wanted to know. Mm-hmm. And um, I think you and I have had the conversation before. I don't really do full body pictures anywhere. Like if you're looking for, if you want to see what I look like from head to toe, you got to go dig for it. Right. Like it's not going to be if yeah, we're friends on Facebook, yeah. it's not going to be. Oh, let me look in her face. You got to go a little bit. You got to dig and find it. Right. The only place that you can possibly see my full body, and it depends on the day, might be TikTok. But you still got to dig for that because most of the time, my crazy ass is eating something. So right. And if you find and if you find that TikTok, <laughs> you're gonna have to pause real quick. You're have to hit pause. But when you do, God. Anyway, go ahead. So you got you got to dig to see what I look like. So right, and I did that because I don't like attracting us unnecessary attention. Um, I don't want people in my inbox just like, oh, she go to feathers. Like, no, right. I want you to think that I'm out here in these streets, extra, extra, extra fluffy, and that's why you only see face up half the time. Like, right. think that. Right. And people literally think that. I can't tell you how many times I walked in the room and it's like, I did not expect you to look like that. <laughs> um, especially when I go too long without seeing certain friends and they forget like what I look like mm-hmm. completely. And they're like, damn, mm-hmm. I forgot. You but, are a um, pleasant surprise. You <laughs> like, are a thank surprise. you. Yeah. So I said all that to say on my dating profiles and I put them up, it would be the same thing. It'd be face up or mm-hmm. or chest up. And I think somewhere I might have had like a waist up but I was front facing so never a side profile never right. one of the classic to me ghetto I'm a turn to the side so you can see like, that I look like a coke bottle or something <laughs> yeah that, no I think no that's so... I meant the like you know you put your feet out you look back at it you know what right. I'm talking about like right. I'm yeah, not yeah. I'm not doing that okay. and I remember this one conversation I had with this guy I was like can you tell me why you swipe left Cause like he didn't choose me and I was just curious. Right. Um, and he was like, because you don't have any full body pictures. And I was like, really? And he's like, yeah. Cause I don't know what I'm going to expect when I see you. You could be 300 pounds. And I was like, mm-hmm. hmm, that's fair, but. And preference. Think about it. Right. That's fair. But it's like, okay. So uh, again, I know that men are visual creatures, but it was, it was the message to me of mm-hmm. you have to look and present yourself a certain way for me to even take you out on a date. Not necessarily. 
Mm. You're on a dating app. Now, now let me let me help clarify this. This mm-hmm. is just from my opinion. Mm-hmm. For a lot of shallow hows. <laughs> yes, I went there. For a lot of shallow hows, that may be the case. Mm-hmm. But there are some men, if you ever watch my 600-pound life, that like them a little fluffy. <laughs> <laughs> so sure. it's not necessarily... That you have to present yourself a certain way. Mm-hmm. You have to understand that you are a certain way or a certain preference for mm-hmm. someone. Mm-hmm. You just weren't his preference. Mm-hmm. Or he made an assumption because he figured, oh, face up pick. She like 300 plus pounds. So <laughs> I'm going to just keep it pushing right. to where somebody else would have swipe right. Mm-hmm. And they may think, oh, you know what? I like them big. Let's mm-hmm. see how big she really is. Or she's got a beautiful face. Mm-hmm. I don't care what size she is. Mm-hmm. Let's see what her mind's like. Right. Because, yes, men are visual creatures first. Mm-hmm. Don't hate us, ladies. That's just how God made us. Mm-hmm. We are visual creatures first. In order for us to get to your mind, we have to like what we see. Mm. I hate to say that. In order, in, unless you called me to help me set my doctor's appointment, or <laughs> <laughs> you're running a special or something, or you you trying to collect. Actually, I was going to say you trying to collect my student loan payment, but those are paid off now. Thank God. <laughs> That's another story. That's probably a tea talk with Ty story. Jesus, some student loans. But um, when. A man is looking for a woman. When any man is mm-hmm. looking for a woman, mm-hmm. did you just hear the key word in that statement? Looking. looking. Mm-hmm. Do not be mad that he is looking. Mm-hmm. Be mad that once you have looked back, that's all he's thinking about. Mm-hmm. In order for us to get to know your mind, We have to like what we see. That's Mm -hmm. where the interest comes in. Mm -hmm. I know for women it's different because my mama taught me well. I love my mama. She got me schooled up on a lot of stuff. She also Mm -hmm. told me that a woman knows that she's going to fuck a dude within the first two minutes or less of the conversation. Indeed. But with that being said, for Mm y'all, it's still mental. Mm Mm-hmm. That's why Jay-Z's got Beyonce. Mm -hmm. That's why Biggie Smalls is breaking off people. Mm -hmm. That's why men are like, how did his ugly ass get hurt? (laughs) Because that dude, besides his money, Mm -hmm. maybe, maybe not. Because Mm -hmm. there's some broke, ugly dudes out here that's like getting ass left and right. But (laughs) something about him mentally Mm -hmm. stimulated her. Yes. Which activated her body. Mm Mm-hmm. For a man, he gets physically stimulated first mm-hmm. and then mentally engaged, attached, latched on to because he's like, I like her mind. I like how she thinks. Mm-hmm. I like that we vibe, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. That's just how we're made. Mm. Does that make sense? It does. And again, the key word that y'all cannot get mad at <laughs> is looking because that's yeah. all we have to go off of. That's insane, though. I mean, I get it, but it's not. Because it's like, I almost feel like a lot of guys feel like everybody will walk around looking like Beyonce 24-7. And that's unrealistic. No no disrespect to Queen B, but um, I honestly think she's average. Hmm. 
And that's my personal opinion. I don't think she's all that attractive. I think she's average. I think she's cute. I think she's pretty. Mm -hmm. But I also think Viola Davis is the bomb. So you see preference. Yeah. I think um, the whole cast of Black Panther, (laughs) you know, that's beautiful to me. Right. That's beautiful to me. Yeah. So again, it's preference. Mm-hmm. Do not get upset with him for swiping left. What you was actually, upset? I was asking questions. Well, I, I mean, don't know. get don't get dismayed. I apologize. Mm-hmm. Don't get dismayed or concerned. Yeah. All you found out was that he was honest enough to talk to you mm-hmm. about his preference. Right. Right. Well, I said all that to say too. Like as far as um, maintaining my sensuality, a lot of it has been. Me understanding the power of sensuality and Mm -hmm. where my power is. Mm -hmm. Um, And it works to my benefit that I enjoy being very mysterious. Me too. You know, you don't really know. Only certain people know what you really get when you get me. Exactly. And even then, it still still changes and evolves and full of surprises because that's what keeps it going. Right. Right. Um, So I, I love to air... What's a mystery? Um, typically, going to have a lot of clothes on. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. Wait. You on. Say that again. I typically have a lot of clothes on. You do? Mm-hmm. Typically? Typically. At least in pictures. Okay. I have a lot of clothes on. Okay. okay. Um, but I've seen me. your fully clothed pictures and... If people were to see a full body shot of you, mm-hmm. you might as well not have any clothes on. It looks like <laughs> they're painted on. <laughs> so I can understand you doing the headshots because regardless of what you wear, like right now, you're in jeans and a hoodie. Mm-hmm. But that's the sexiest jeans and hoodie I've ever seen. Well, thank you. Because of how it's worn. And again, mm-hmm. for me, it's preference. Mm-hmm. But you see what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. you can be sexy in jeans and hoodie like you can in bra and panties. Yeah. And I I hope that all women feel that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That it's not about the clothes. It's about you. Right. That's my goal is to help women understand that you embody your sexuality and your sensuality. Like, however you feel, mm-hmm. that's how it comes across. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really... My biggest thing with me teaching sensual fitness is, you know, you'll find it and you'll be able to look in the mirror and be like, God damn, I'm fine as fuck. Like, that's my goal for every woman that I come across. But I understand that that's not always easy. And there was definitely a time where it wasn't easy for me. Right. Because of, again, this immature, this sexually immature society that is constantly judging Mm -hmm. and making you feel a certain way because of how you look instead of allowing you to feel a certain kind of way and embrace how you look. Right. I think a great example of that for me, and I'm sorry if I'm taking this over, I feel like I'm taking this over. (laughs) I think I'm talking too much. You're a guest. I'm I'm still the mic virgin. Just the mic. (laughs) Just, I'm I'm just just emphasizing the mic virgin only. Yes. Mm. So with that being said, One of the most beautiful examples I recently saw of 
women from a plethora of sizes and shapes and types and colors Mm -hmm. was a showcase that I went to about a month or two ago. Okay. And the, I'm going to just put it out there. (laughs) The muse experience. (laughs) The muse experience. (laughs) And that crew of ladies Mm -hmm. that came from all different colors, shapes, walks of life. Mm -hmm. That program, whatever that program does for Mm -hmm. women, truly allows them to be in a space where they love themselves so much that they can express it Mm -hmm. sexually in a healthy art form. Thank you. And it was very beautiful. And I agree before these men go out here judging or whatever the case, like I said, there's nothing wrong with preference. Right. But there's a difference between preference and judging. Right. But I think all women should be able to be in a situation where in their own body, their own right, their own spirit, their own soul, their own mind, Mm -hmm. they can express what God gave them. Right. Regardless on what was given to them. Right. And feel great about it. Right. And that's what that showcase did. And yeah. I was impressed. And that's what made me stay for the whole show. Yeah. That's so. dope. That's dope. My ladies, they did so amazing. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. <sighs> and would you believe most of them, that was their first time performing, and most of them were extremely shy when oh, they yeah. first started. Oh, yeah. Was like, the thought of, like, oh, I got to touch my, my shoulder blade? Oh, my God. Right. No. Like, that. <laughs> right. That. Thought or, even was so foreign to them. Or and, my trainer's going to smack my butt to <laughs> motivate me during the show and get everybody excited. Yeah, I saw that. And it was right. it was amazing. Thank you. It was Thank amazing. You. I was I was humbled. Thank you. Thank you. It's I'm passionate about that. I really am. Because women, we lose our sensuality, especially as we get older and we get married, we have kids. Right, but you like, don't have to. You don't have stretch to. Marks, stretch marks are beautiful. They show not only your mom, mm-hmm. but you've endured so many different things. Mm-hmm. And even giving birth is a strength. Mm-hmm. You know, getting older, your hair turning gray, mm-hmm. that's beautiful. Gray hair is sexy. It is very. It is very. I got and like five gray hairs in the side of my head when my barber cut my hair he said oh them grays is popping oh, I was yeah. like wait a minute wait a minute oh, don't yeah. say that mm, embrace <laughs> it embrace it but I mean all the stages mm-hmm. of a woman's life all the stages of anybody's life man or woman mm-hmm. they should be embraced with grace and beauty mm-hmm. and strength agreed because just like fall is my most favorite time of the year. Mm-hmm. Everybody likes spring, you know, the snow's melting, mm-hmm. everything's brand new, young, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Summer, it's hot, you know, you can do hot shit, mm-hmm. you know. Like they're saying, hot girl summer, whatever. <laughs> they can do hot <laughs> shit. But fall, you really begin to see a stage in life where there is change and mm-hmm. transition in so many colors. And yeah. So many different things. Like it's it's all beautiful in its own right. Agreed. I love fall, and I've always assumed it's because I was an October baby. But 
you know, fall brings a different type of energy. It's not hot. It's not cold. Right. Everything's changing. It's like just to me, fall brings new energy. And yes, from late August to October is always a wrap for me. October and it is never my favorite month. Fails. It is. Yes. I see, I, my favorite month I knew there on was the planet a reason. is October. I knew there yes. was a reason why you was on this show. Um, that's what I'm talking about. No, that's the best month and I've ever And then riding one of my motorcycles. Yes, one of them. One of my motorcycles through okay, the Blue Ridge Mountains. I, I, man. Oh, man. In, in October? Oh, man. Listen. I would have to be like, can you pull over? Because I just need to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel exactly. like I feel like my head would just pop off and just be stuck looking this way, like you know. <laughs> you would, and it's just mountains of oh man, I love transition. Yeah, from all stages, there's still some plants that are still green. Then you've got the orange and the brown and the red. You might see a branch that doesn't have any leaves. Mm-hmm. Embrace all those transitions. I love it. I want to ride on one of your motorcycles. Oh, you're definitely getting a ride. Mm-hmm. On your motorcycle? Which one? Oh, yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey. <laughs> that too. All right, now. Yes. Don't find ass over here flirting with me. Let me find out. Toot it out a little bit. <laughs> you know what? It's already tooted out when you can see it from the front. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been sitting at this angle for quite a while, at least an hour now. When you can see it from the front, I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, no comment. <laughs> no comment. Well, on that note, it has been over an hour. It has. This was a great conversation. This was a dope-ass conversation. Thank you so much you for really joining me so? today. Yeah. I, I still feel a little nervous and like I was just rambling and running my mouth. And- no. I figured you, you know, I knew you was, I knew you was a virgin, but I felt like you were going to be able to just go with the flow and just, you know, let the words just, you know, find the rhythm and catch the beat. And that's what I do. Mm. Cause I know all the right spots. Do you now? I do. You nasty. Very. (laughs) (laughs) I do not deny that. I have a PhD in nastiness. I'm just saying, I really, really do. (laughs) Oh, that was funny. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you had a great time. Thank you for having me. I did. I did. Hopefully, you'll um, let me come back. Let's see what the numbers say. Let's see see what what the numbers say. Yes, let's see what the numbers say. Mm. Do y'all want me back? (laughs) We'll see what they say. No, we go see. We go see. <laughs> we go see. But um, let me go get my life together on that note. Cause oh, you yeah. know, I told y'all he 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 over here fine. He flirting with me. Mm-hmm. <sighs> you need to cut these mics off. <laughs> <laughs> or you could leave them on. I mean, that would that might drive up numbers. I'm just saying. This is not an ASMR podcast. But... <laughs> Sorry, sorry, sorry. All right. On that note, thank you so much for listening to the award-winning Lies and Garbage Show. Thank you for our our guest host. Let me see if I get it right. El Phoenix. We'll stick with that. <laughs> we'll go with that. Phoenix. We'll figure it out. We'll okay. figure it out. Just Phoenix. How about it's just Phoenix? Why well, I grabbed it like that? Did you see that? that that's called practice. <laughs> that's called practice. You, anyway. you can tell from from the print. The print that you were just practice. I understand. Oh, that was 
terrible because I caught it. Like, wait, wait a minute, ma'am. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, y'all keep it sexy. Be safe. Now, was that episode sexy enough for you? I hope you enjoyed it. Feel free to leave us a review on Apple, Spotify, or on our website, www.liesandgarbageshow.com. And follow us. We are on all social media platforms. Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, Lies and Garbage Show. On Twitter, Lies and Garbage S. Hope to connect with you soon. Stay sexy. This episode is brought to you by Tai Chi Productions. Tai Chi Productions is a veteran, minority, and woman-owned multimedia production company that empowers small business owners and entrepreneurs to find their ideal clients by using their authentic voice on various media platforms. To contact Tai Chi Productions, head to www.taichiproductions.com. That's T-Y-C-H-I productions with an S.com. And it is Tai Chi Productions on all social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. <laughs>